Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast brought to you by Huntworth. Huntworth bringing you quality hunting clothing and packs at a price you deserve. Check them out at huntworthgear.com. This podcast is just going to be a quick recap. I just got back from the Great American Outdoor Show in Pennsylvania, and uh, the idea was to go out there uh, instead of going to ATA this year uh, with scheduling conflict. Uh, decided, hey, it's the biggest consumer show in the country. We'll go out there and we'll get to see the same products at ATA, you know, or a lot of them, the mobile hunting stuff that we're into, uh, as well as get to meet, you know, some of the listeners, some of the Patreons, um, all of that. Went out there and uh, spent, I think we were there for four days. And I can tell you that it's huge. I've been to other outdoor shows. And nothing would even prepare you for that. The size of ATA, um, any of the local consumer shows, like just, I mean, there was the size of a whole, one one of the whole floors at ATA with just outfitters. And you got the beef jerky vendors and the Chinese knives and all that stuff. Um, But then you had, you know, in the archery hall, basically all of the, the companies that, 
you know, that you would want to see uh, as far as mobile hunting gear, uh, archery, uh, all of that. They had 3D shoots going on. Didn't get a chance to check out any of that, just mainly because I don't think I knew where they were and what was going on. So uh, I'm just going to go through kind of all the products and stuff that we saw at the show and what you know, what, what we're excited about for the year coming up. Uh, but real quick, uh, I'd already sent this out to the Patreons. They got kind of like early invite. Uh, but the Deer Hunter podcast is doing uh, a live podcast called the Deer Hunter Collective. It's going to be with uh, Kevin Vistason, the Deer Hunter podcast, the Fair Chase podcast, and then uh, I'm going to be up there as well. It's going to be March 18th. And that's going to be at Osable River Outfitters. I'll put a link in the description. Um, it's going to be buffet-style lunch, free beer. Uh, everything's included with the ticket. And then very limited space. So I think there's only like 85 slots. So go ahead and check that out if it's something that you're interested in. Uh, if you've ever been to anything like that, they're super fun. Uh, you get to, to talk, get to be around like-minded people. The cost of it's about what you'd spend on a night out with beer and dinner anyways. So, uh, but if you're not in that 85, um, there is going to be some extra room and things after the podcast, uh, to come up there and hang out. But, um, you can check that out. Like I said, I'll leave a link in the description for that. Uh, but it's going to be a fun thing that we're doing this year and, uh, just happy to be uh, invited. So, um, take a look at that. And then also for you Patreons out there, uh, I did draw the uh, winners for the fourth quarter. Finally, I did that live at the show. And so if you won, I sent that out in your email uh, through Patreon. So I need some of you guys to get back with me to tell me what sizes, uh, what bow you, uh, you know, what, if you're left-handed or right-handed, um, that kind of stuff. But yeah, just to kind of go through this great American outdoor show it was huge walking in. You know, there's an archery hall that kind of has most of the the companies that, you know, for us, for our listener, I think you'd want to see. Uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear, Zinger Fletchings, you know, uh, Adjustable Red Dot, Tethered, Cruiser, Wild Edge, Out on a Limb. You know, it's cool to see them, like, when they go to... ATA and what we're most excited about is the launch of new products. I think that that's what we've come to kind of see ATA as, but as the new bows are being launched earlier and earlier and products are being launched around the season, uh, things like that, you know, we've seen trophy line and tethered, you know, announce or launch new things coming into the season or throughout the summer. It's, it's basically a dealer show at the ATA. So there's no consumers. You can't buy anything. None of the product is really ready. Um, all of that sort of thing, you know, for us, it's become, you know, it's more of a networking thing. Um, and we're seeing some companies like Trophy Line launch this year. They did a great job with their new platform, launch that at ATA and then had it available for sale right then and there. Um, and I think that that's kind of more of the model that you're going to see. They're, these big shows cost a lot of money. And uh, if they can, you know, a lot of these companies are, you know, not really in 
big box stores or things like that. So the buyers are like either these small archery shops or you've got direct to consumer. And so by launching a product at ATA and having it ready for sale, it's things that you can buy right now. Um, so for us, ATA is kind of like a networking thing. So this was a first chance at going to one of these big shows and seeing kind of how it compared. And, you know, it was very similar. There wasn't as many, like, I don't know, big names in the industry walking around, but a lot of the TV guys and things don't translate very well to the mobile hunting stuff. And so the guys that we wanted to see um, were at the consumer show as well. So, you know, I talked to, you know, Nick Betts from Trophy Line. I talked to Ernie uh, from tethered about their new saddle we'll get into that in a bit and then you know the latitude guys were all there and greg litzinger we hung out with him he's going to come back and uh, shoot tack with us again at uh, at michigan so always great to hang out with greg you know pick his brain about all this stuff but you know for the consumer to check out these shows it's it's really cool uh to go to some of these bigger shows and uh, get to see the guys that you follow on YouTube, the guys that you see um, there. So one of the things, I guess I'll just kind of go down the list like I wanted to see from the ATA show, like so Tethered, right? Tethered came out with that new saddle system with uh, expandable panel and the elastic uh, with the harness system and those fixed pouches. Um, the saddle was super comfortable but the, the pouches I really liked. Um, I'm one of those guys who the pouches are always like the bane of my existence. Uh, I wear my saddle walking in, so the pouches are always flopping around. Um, it doesn't matter what company you're using. There's always, you know, pouches moving around. I know you need them. I like, I like to have pouches. Some guys don't. But those uh, hard panel pouches I think were really great. The harness system reminds me of like the old um, H harnesses from the military. So like any of you old guys or any of you like uh, former military, like Marines, some of the stuff that we got issued like in boot camp or in like school of infantry was old school gear. So I there were guys that had those or we got issued those and that's dating me. That's showing my age. But um, I think that's going to be a pretty good product um, they, and they've got it at it like 400 bucks so by the time you buy a saddle and all the pouches and all the the things um you know maybe it's a little pricey but it may solve a problem for some guys who don't carry um don't want to carry a pack uh for other guys that are like super minimalist it's going to be too much for you i think uh but it's it it's kind of hard uh but it's nice to see that you know they're thinking about stuff like that and they're adding uh, that and like I say, I talked to Ernie for quite a while on it, and and through their testing and all of that, the one-handed zipper opening um, is great, you know that sort of thing. So from Tethered, that's you know that was their main product at ATA, and you know a lot of guys were checking that out. It's it's going to be interesting, you know, if you had one on hand, you were a weight guy. Um, I think all in all, it's going to be pretty heavy, and it's going to kind of allow you to carry more stuff which is kind of on your person so that's the hard part for me like i get like the hip flexor issue 
if I don't tighten my saddle up, you know, John mentioned that to me, like when I'm walking in, the fatigue that I'm getting is from the weight on my waist rather than like from the walking. So that was interesting to me. Like when I do the same thing and I'd pack my saddle in, my legs wouldn't get nearly as sore. So it may be deceiving for guys. They think, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to carry less stuff, but there's a lot of space in there too. So if you don't want to bring a pack just for one extra thing, um, that's definitely something, um, to, to think about, but cool product for sure. Um, elevate, they got their new little stand. So if you've seen the elevate outdoors tree stands, they're kind of the same, like laser cut. They got a two piece post. Um, they came out with a saddle platform. Um, pretty nice platform, pretty well thought out. Um, I think it's just another, they're just adding something to the mix. Kind of the same with like XOP. XOP has a, you know, they did the laser cut stands too. And for the price point, I mean, they're just really taking a run at Lone Wolf Custom Gear, I think. And if, if it's just another option. So instead of just Lone Wolf Custom Gear and the B stands, you've got the Elevate stands, which the Elevate makes a really small, really nice tree stand and then xop is just kind of you know i guess i always thought that xop and lone wolf were owned by the same entity and so they were just kind of together and i'm it's becoming more apparent that that's not really the case and xop is now going after um some of that market too and it's just exactly what you would expect from xop i think it's a very similar product to the Lone Wolf or Lone Wolf Custom Gear, um, just maybe without the fit and finish. So, and then they have that new prototype, um, I guess kind of like a climbing harness type saddle. The XOP saddle, I don't think is really a saddle. Uh, I have one. The instructions that come with it aren't great, and it's not, it's got too many buckles and straps and things hanging all around it so for a guy that's never saddle hunted it's going to be really i don't know uh, maybe because i have saddle hunted it it's just not intuitive to me um but the one that they have out right now isn't isn't for me um i think it asks more questions than problems that it answers but they have a new um like rock climbing style saddle or like a harness um that was there i kind of looked at it looked at it um i didn't get a chance to talk to him about it but it had plastic buckles on the leg straps which um i would think that they're going to have to change that but other than that it looked like a rock climbing harness so we'll see more information on that when it comes out it's pretty interesting um Let's see here. Who else did we talk to? The One of the products that came out, so if you remember the guy with the Flex Fletch or the Silent Night Veins, uh, Dirk Stark, he manages a whole bunch of companies, and he sends me a list of companies that are going to be, uh, that he's going to be working with, and he's like, do you know any of these guys or do you want to talk to them? And one of the guys that was on there was the Velvet Antler Technologies guys, and they were at the show. They were the only one of those companies that were at the show. And I wanted to speak with them anyways. 
So that was interesting, and I talked to them for a long time. I'm going to get those guys on the podcast. Um, they've got a bunch of really cool products um, that I think help people. Like, So if you go back and you listen to the episode with Alex from Latitude, and he shot that great big velvet buck, and then they had to figure out what to do with it. Uh, they've got some spray for antlers, and um, he's worked on it over a couple of years. And it's kind of something if you're going on a velvet hunt and you don't have a taxidermist or you don't have a plan in place, um, it's great for a regular guy for you know, 20, 30 bucks to have a bottle of this stuff to go out there and, and use it. But then, you know, that's what I was more interested in. But of course, you can't just have one product. So there's a bunch of different other stuff there. And he had some stuff for cleaning up European mounts for like doing your own and like a degreaser. And he had... Uh, some stuff for curing turkey fans, uh, just to spray on, um, and that was cool. And then some stuff for for tannin hides, you know, just all, all kind of the things and and some uh, stuff for cleaning bugs out of your mounts. So that was pretty cool. And I guess like the stuff for the hides, I don't really think about it because I don't hunt. Like he was saying, like bears in the backcountry or like way, way away from like civilization, they got to carry in a ton of salt to, to, you know, keep these hides from rotting. And, um, I guess I saw that in Colorado there, we came upon a, a bear that someone had shot and they left the hide. It was all s- spread out. And that year it was normal, um, hunting to start. And then they got like eight, 10, 12 inches of snow or something like that. That was when Frank and Ernie got, um, snowed off the mountain. And then, you know, 10 days later, it was back to 90 degrees during the day. And this bear hide, I can only imagine was shot prior to that. And then the snow came and either the guys couldn't get back in there and to get it and had to go home or, I just figured it was bad, but it was just rotten and disgusting. And uh, I could see how that would be uh, a big help in like a situation like that. So, you know, that was one of the cool things that I that I saw um, there. And then obviously um, went down there, and I got to give a big shout shout out to Steve and and Bob from Zinger. Those guys. Um, actually gave us passes um so we could just get in uh, as vendors for the week and uh, that was that was great very helpful um but i helped them in the booth a little bit and talked about zingers and talked through the process and they've got their uh new arrows getting ready to launch here this spring and steve has uh, said that they're going to do uh arrows uh for uh, one of our Patreon giveaways. So each quarter we're going to be giving away some of their new arrows that they've got coming out. Um, they've got like, uh, one of the micro diameter, uh, style arrows as well as like a normal arrow. Everything's going to use, uh, 204 components. Um, their, um, quality. I, I can't remember right off the top of my head what the company is that's doing all of their components, but, um, they're going to be, you know, another one of these, custom arrows with zingers um you know with or without the wraps you know just you know kind of where they need to be and the way that they if you go back and listen to the podcast with zinger the way that um brian is on the the nerdy aspect of archery um 
you know, the, he was telling me how they're testing every single one for spine, um, weight, all of that sort of stuff. So um, really looking forward to that and got to talk to them about their new arrows. Uh, not necessarily something that was at uh, at the ATA show. But then um, the other, so Latitude was there. I'll get into their sticks uh, in a minute here. But uh, the Latitude guys did buy one of those new Mystery Ranch packs. And that's a really nice pack, that Mystery Ranch 20. But it doesn't have a waist belt. So if you've, if you're a guy like me who goes in a long ways and straps everything to your backpack, it's like the waist belt is a hundred percent necessary. Um, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marines Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. For people that disagree, I just can't have that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is still terrible from from the weekend, but bouncing around on my back, moving around like that, especially, you know, going up and down hills or, you know, the sticks get caught on stuff and then it pulls away. I just, uh, the waist belt to me is, if the pack doesn't have it, I'm not going to use that pack. So might be easy if you didn't have sticks, you weren't, you weren't putting maybe if you were putting it on like a tree stand so like if you were running like one of the lone wolf custom gear minis and you needed a stand to sit on there uh or a pack to sit on the the shelf or or something like that um it's about a perfect size for that Uh, it's probably a really nice day pack but still i prefer uh one of the hip belts so that was really cool Uh, i can see why uh, that's about the only thing they missed on that pack. Um, the way that it opens, where there's pockets, uh, the pocket, the, the, the like slide in pockets on the side, it has um, like the expandable pockets, um, really nice stuff. But that lack of hip belt for me um, isn't going to do it. And then the another one of the big products from ATA was the Redline Torch site. Um, I think I'm still going to talk to Wes about that, have him on the podcast to kind of go through everything. I got to pick up the box and look at the site and everything. I didn't get to to mess with it, but uh, it is a big site, uh, but looks just like the other Redline sites. Uh, Extremely well-made, probably a little bit uh, overbuilt uh, compared to the earlier models of Redline sites. Um, But having that so one of the problems, if you listen back to that podcast that I did with Aaron Blyson, he was asking me how I like the Redline sights. Outdoors, love them. Indoors, can't get the light. Like, I can't see the pins well enough. And I think the torch sight kind of took that into consideration and said, well, we're going to put a really nice light on there. And it is uh, USB uh, rechargeable. So double-edged sword there where 
you can um, run out of battery in the backcountry and you don't have a sight light, or if you're hunting a state where you can't have electronics on your bow, uh, that sight's not going to be any good for you. So that becomes a problem, but it it kind of solves a problem that I was uh, talking about. Um, and just on that note, Mr. Uh, Jeremy Cavaretta, he's uh, Aaron Ritter's buddy. Uh, met him last year at ATA. He introduced us to the Elvish Tack guys, and they sent me one of their uh, sight lights, which is um, from everything that I can tell uh, about the best in the industry. Um, Paige Pierce shoots one. Uh, tons of guys use them for hunting, but in indoor, um, it's kind of like the standard. Um, they are a USB rechargeable light. And, uh, Joe Davis from the generation to hunt podcast, he was the one that came down there with me and, uh, he helped out. He, uh, came up for the Patreon hunt, helped me clear the property, get stuff ready for camping and all that. And, um, when I had an opportunity to, to help him out and say, Hey, you want to come to the, to the show? Uh, he jumped at it and it was, you know, what I could do to, to give back for him and say, Hey, but, uh, he said one of his buddies has one and he shoots it you know, thousands of times and has never recharged it at all. Uh, it's kind of motion activated. So it turns on and turns off. Um, and that's their Elvish tack, uh, e tack light. So I'm going to put that on my bow. I just went and shot, uh, a makeup round at the, the Bowman's club today and it would have helped. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't have very bright pins and, uh, like I said, the fiber is, kind of neither here nor there but excited to be to be shooting that so and then you know the winner at the uh ata for the best new product was the carbon sticks from carbon ss uh, sticks from latitude and you know i'd seen the prototypes uh last year at tac really uh out of the box design uh, but seeing multiple sticks together, the way they stack, the profile of them, um, I, I guess I can give them a pass on the way that they stack. As I say, like I don't like things that stack uh, out. I'd rather that they stacked up. But these sticks don't have a Versa button. They don't have anything there, so they they stack flat together, and. I was really kind of impressed at how well they stack. They're 19 ounces. A little bit shorter step-to-step -step than I personally like, but the reason that they did it is, you know, if you listen to that podcast, the OSHA ladder, you know, that's the average step distance for everybody. I think people who are saying standoff distance, well, first of all, unless you were at ATA or this show, like you haven't had them in your hand. So that's the one frustrating thing about social media is you get people piling on saying, well, it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me because of X. And unless you've handled them, you can't really say that's, that's not what works. But I think these have the same uh, problem in perception as the tethered one sticks because when you have an integrated standoff into the step, your toes can't curl around the top. 
And I think people uh, are so used to that that they think there isn't enough room against a tree when actually it's the same amount of distance. Now, it might not be something where you like to climb that way or that you're used to, um, but the distance of the step between the trees, there's no difference. But neither here nor there, there's going to be a lot of people saying that exact same thing. Uh, and I think it's just because we're not used to it. The aiders work really well. Um, they've got just the one-step loop aider, um, which basically doubles the step distance. So you can get, you know, what is it? What would it be? 36 inches out of a step. So for four, I think you're going to be right in that same range where I was getting with the um, trophy line double steps. So that's super cool when you pick them up. I almost expected them to flex. I mean, every time I picked one up, that's what I was trying to do was trying to twist it, trying to, um, trying, trying to make it flex, trying to make it do something. And, you know, they can give you the specs on how it's stronger than aluminum and all of these, uh, different things, but, you know, very impressive at 19 ounces, the way that they stack, the way that they feel, the way that they grip the tree, um, I think it's going to be a great product for them. Super uh, excited to try some out. And like I said, uh, I the first one that I get, I'm going to buy one just to run over with a truck. I'm going to put it through some testing and, and see. Just because I'm curious as to what what will happen with it and to see, I guess, where where it fails from a, a consumer standpoint. Like, what can you do to it? And I, you know, I guess if you ran over a bee stick or you ran over Lone Wolf or Trophy Line or something, um, and you, um, what did I say, like compromise the integrity, the structural integrity of it, uh, you shouldn't use it. Um, and so I wouldn't, you know, I'm not using it to say, oh, I ran it over the truck and then I continued using it. Um, just to see, like, what happens or how strong it is or, you know, from, from that thing. And like a from like a brittleness standpoint or breaking, but honestly, I didn't see, uh, any of that. You know, they still do have some noise when you clank them together, but it isn't metal wind chime noise that, that we're used to. Um, and it really is, um, just, just different. It's, it's an outside of the, the box product design so i think that's going to be uh difficult for uh, a bunch of people um and that's why it's easy to say they won't work for me they won't work for me but i can tell you that there was a lot of people that were very impressed with them and that pre-order is open now and they're shipping first come first serve so um you know people are going to start having them around june and get your hands on it um, another company that uh I wasn't really aware of Greg Litzinger was telling me about them was the big shot targets and they make some of the toughest targets, like 3d targets in the industry. Um, and they were the targets at the, at the 3d shoot there. And we checked them out and talked to the company there and, uh, really, uh, great products. I just got elected to the board of our local Bowman's club. So, uh, when, comes time for new targets it's 
I'm going to throw their name in the hat and just ask like what their experience has been with them because um, great, great targets and, and really good people behind them. So that's kind of what I look at as like people who you can have a beer with or, you know, not just that they, and Joe said he shoots our targets. Greg said best targets in the industry. That's what, and Greg actually bought one at the show. So that to me kind of stands behind it, but, um, definitely check those guys out. That's just a company that I hadn't, uh, dealt with in the past. Met the guys from Exodus and, uh, had a long talk with Cameron over there and, um, then, uh, Aaron Hepler, uh, talked with him, uh, a bit. I think we're going to get him on the podcast, but it's just one of these opportunities to go and, and kind of meet people both, um, you know, in the industry, because they're there with their products, as well as uh, listeners to the show and, and people who would say, oh, yeah, hey, I listened to your podcast or this or that. Met the guys from, uh, and there's a new podcast starting out called Chasing Wild. And um, some of you guys might know Dan from uh, the, he's on the working class bow hunter team. But him and some other guys are, are starting up uh, basically an outdoor centric podcast. Uh, with uh, a heavy uh, influence or, or whatever with food. Um, so that's going to be really cool. Those guys were great. And, uh, you know, just good guys to talk to. Dan was shooting in the 3D shoot there. And then um, met the guys from Outdoor Drive finally. I've uh, dealt with Trevor uh, quite a bit. But, I mean, he helped us out uh, getting press passes, uh, that sort of stuff. And... Trevor's been at the show before and uh, just watch, you know, so I go to the shows and I um, am, you know, kind of more about networking and talking to people and doing all that stuff. And I feel like Trev's on another level with that stuff. Uh, Great dude, super charismatic and, you know, knows everybody. But what really stood out to me is he was talking about uh, last year with Whitetail Adrenaline, you know. He was there before the show opened and helped them load in all of their stuff and, you know, do all their T-shirts, do everything. And then if you go on social media and you look at the Elevate, you know, Travel was there helping those guys load out and break down their booth. And uh, that, I think, says a lot about, you know, what he's doing, you know, not only for himself, but like helping out these companies and and, you know, kind of like what I would say from from a business relationship standpoint, you know, he's he's actually helping people out and uh, he helped us out. So, you know, I really appreciate that. Check out the Outdoor Drive podcast. Uh, they're really ramping up their YouTube and some of that other stuff. So so check those guys out for sure. And then sat down and talked with uh, Jared from Whitedale Adrenaline a couple times. We're going to have him on the podcast. I was actually supposed to do a podcast with him long ago, like when COVID shut down the world, um, that show in Lansing, uh, we were supposed to meet up. And uh, so it's taken this long to to come back around on that one. So uh, that was cool. And, you know, for, for you guys that don't know, um, because the guys from Latitude didn't really, uh, Alex anyway, he was like, what, Jared? Jared Scheffler, who's who's that? What's what's Whitetail Adrenaline? They sell DVDs. They do have some stuff that's out on uh, Apple TV. 
um, where you can check out um, their hunts. But, you know, they're some of the most entertaining hunts. I feel like they're like the original um, hunting public. Uh, basically all spot and stock, on the ground, game planning, and just hilarious. All the stuff that goes on, but they'd kill monsters. They're chasing monsters. Um, so definitely check them out, but going to these shows, you know, you get to meet Jared, you get to, you know, you get to talk to these guys and that's something where, you know, maybe as a consumer, if you just go to your local show, they're not always going to be there, but these bigger shows, you know, like Iowa Deer Classic or like this PA show, uh, it's really opened my eyes. Cause like I say, this is the biggest like non-regional show, um, that I've been to. So uh, it was it was great, and I I can see us doing one or more of these shows in lieu of ATA. So every year when ATA comes around, and everybody's like, "Man, I wish I could go. I wish I could go." Um, I would look to some of the shows that are right after, you know, immediately following the ATA show, or some of these these big ones to to go and 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 check out these products, check out these companies, and then you can get to see. Uh, for yourself instead of just looking at the hype online or or listening to the keyboard commandos uh saying uh what what their thoughts are um you know that's that's how i uh, approach this kind of stuff but you know for for everybody that stopped by any of the booths and said hi and you know is, is listening now because we talked to you there um thank you so much we had a great time and uh, like i say definitely be doing it again um and then of any of the products that we talked about like let me know if you've got any questions reach out to me um, and we'll do our best to either get those guys uh, on the on the podcast or uh, answer anything that we can but uh, as always like i say this is a quick one um just just getting back into town and just want to uh, say thank everybody for listening 